Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Today we have Evan Huynh. Evan is the founder of Go Property Hop, an Airbnb rental property management group who actually helps me manage my Airbnb property over in Santa Clara. And I wanted to bring Evan back on the show today because we are dealing with some unprecedented times with the coronavirus. And because of the whole shelter in place mandate, a lot of businesses are canceling their Airbnb reservations. Corporate travelers just aren't traveling anymore. They're staying at home, they're working from home. And because of that, a lot of my friends who do Airbnb arbitrage are actually getting hurt really, really badly. But at the same time, I noticed that my own personal Airbnb property is doing pretty well. And we're having you know, similar occupancy rates, obviously at lower prices, but I want to know what are they doing differently to survive during these times. So if you're interested in hearing about the different strategies that they're using to stay afloat during these uncertain times, be sure to listen to this entire episode all the way to the end. All this and more coming right up. This is the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan, where we interview local real estate investors and professionals to go over tips, tricks, and investing strategies to help you learn about the business and to enable you to achieve your financial goals. And now, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Everything Real Estate Investing Show, everybody. Today, I have Evan again. Evan is the founder of Go Property Hop, an Airbnb short-term rental property management group. Evan, Welcome back to the show. Please introduce yourself again for those who haven't heard you on our previous episode. Hey, Sean, thanks for having me back. Um, you know, always been following your show, big fan of um, the REI uh, podcast and actually picked up a few things here and there, listening to some of your podcast. Um, Go Property Help is a short-term property management company. We're actually providing uh, uh, services, property management services, if you will, uh, to the property that focus on short-term rental, mostly uh, through Airbnb and other corporate rental channels. Um, we've been very successful on um, doing uh, like room-to-room rental model, uh, catering towards the workforce, which is the corporate work, and we're catering to the business travel leisure. Um, so we're one of, we're one of the fast-growing uh, uh, kind of property management, uh, room-to-room rental business in the Bay Area. Um, so we service property from all the way here to San Francisco, LA, and then come back, and we're expanding in other area right now. Um, so again, thanks for having me, man. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, I actually had a property that was like a flip gone terribly wrong. Unfortunately, the market kind of shifted on us and we weren't able to sell it at a good price. So Evan actually approached me and said, Hey, in this area, your property is actually pretty good. Like we can make this into a profitable Airbnb rental. And so that's what we did. And you can see plenty of my other videos about the whole experience and how we furnished it. Honestly, without Evan's help, I would be completely lost. So I'm getting very, very thankful and grateful for you and your team to help me out with my property in Santa Clara. Well, thanks for the credit. I think you are, you're a very savvy investor, man. You knew exactly what you need to do to get yourself out of a hole. And I think that we, we always find ourselves in, in certain situation where we're stuck and we have to make the best out of it. And exactly that we did with your Santa Clara property, because we knew that, you know, if you sell it now, you're going to take a huge loss, right? Um, so the best thing we can do with it is, you know, to pick whether we go into a long-term rental in a short-term rental and you get a do pro and con in both, right? But long-term rental, you're gonna put a tenant in there, you're, you're kinda losing the opportunity to, to sell your property if you want to or show the property when you, when you want to do a showing. And also you're stuck with a tenant in there at a brand new property you just fixed up and a year or so later you might have to do some repair again. With short-term rental, uh, we have to you know, be more creative on what we can do to maximize your property. And your property, the way we did, uh, we did it was we, turn into a room-to-room kind of business traveler, business travel leisure uh, rental type of property where we rent out each room and kind of everyone has their own space. 
Um, so it's been working out okay. It's been working out okay, and that's probably the best we could do in the, this type of scenario. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things we can do and improve your property in the, in the long run, but again, uh, that if uh, you know you decide to invest more money into your property. Right, and uh, crazy thing is, we actually first started it as like a full house Airbnb, right? We tried to run the entire house at a pretty high rate, and it actually wasn't moving that well. But then we converted to the room by room rental. Suddenly, it was like almost fully occupied, and it was doing really, really well. So, why do you think that is? Uh, mainly because when people traveling, they they can't afford like two fifty a night. If they are a travel uh, healthcare person, like travel nurse or doctor, um, or any in high tech industry, they they can't afford two hundred fifty dollars a night uh, on a stipend budget that the company provided to them. So they're looking for something a little bit more. Uh, affordable and what's affordable to them in, in Santa Clara in your area would be equivalent as like motel for example $70 to $80 a night that's a motel six pricing and no one wants to stay at a motel I mean you know um, but and they can come to your house brand new full, uh, newly remodeled over what 150,000 or more went into the property that you did and it's fancy it's new and they're paying much less than a motel pricing uh, and they can stay there a long term because they, they can actually cook there, they can park there, they have super fast private Wi-Fi. Um, so all that perks of staying at, at an Airbnb like that. Yeah. Do, do you ever find any uh, issues with some tenants? Because you're basically renting out a room with all these other people who are also renting out rooms. Is there any conflict in terms of, hey, like I want to use the kitchen, someone else is using the kitchen, oh, I want to use the bathroom, there's other people using the bathroom? Surprisingly, very little because people... Um, when they come to, you know, looking for a kind of house sharing Airbnb travel for your, for their business leisure, they kind of know what they're buying themselves into, what they're paying for, you know what I mean? And they, they, we have all that in descriptions, uh, explaining that this is a uh, co-living and a home sharing type of concept. And uh, we provide all the perks, all the, uh, you know, amenities that we provide in the opportunity uh, in, in, inside a home. So they, they paying for what they get and they, they know about that and they're very uh, courteous about, you know, with others. And, and so far we have very, very little issues with those. Yeah. I also noticed that when we were doing the whole house Airbnb method, uh, the people who were going there were actually more entitled. They're like, wow, like I'm spending all this money. I expect the whole house to be super clean and perfect. But then when we moved to the room to room rentals. These guys were really chill. They're like, Hey, thank you for the clean room. I don't care that, yeah, there's a dirty like dish in the dishwasher or whatever. And then they're just tell us some things just so that we know, not because they're complaining per se. So yeah, right. different mindset too. And cleaning, it's always been the top thing on the list um, as running a company. We, we take cleaning very seriously. Um, so, we, you know, we, we have, we're lucky to have some really top cleaning team. And when they're out there, they take care of the house, they take care of the common area, they take care of the room really well. And I think to pay for what you get, you get way more um, with the Airbnb and, and, and particularly to your property, for example. I mean, people, whatever they pay for the, the daily rate for your room, uh, that's way cheaper than, you know, paying for a hotel pricing. Exactly. And on top of that, uh, if you can maximize the entire house, right, rent out every single room and like the living room beds as well, you can actually make more money than renting out the whole house to just one guest. Correct. Um, of course, you have the risk of this whole like, complication and seeking schedules and whatnot. And obviously, Airbnb in general does pay more than a long-term tenant. So this is way. So this is how we can 
uh, have our property and still pay like our high loan amount because we're doing the Airbnb method. Yeah. And I think by maximizing your rental to room to room rental, you're now minimizing your occupancy rate. You know what I mean? Um, so you have four room or five room rental, for example. And if you happen to lose, you know, one guest for the week, you still have four other rooms that is, you know, bringing in the income. Um, so I think that's the, the beauty with our model. And really the most work, the most heavy lifting work is, is in the management. And that's why we do it all. So you don't have to, and that's exactly. one of our business model. And I'm super grateful for that because I know that Evan and his team does a lot for me. He gets a percentage of the gross that we get, but I don't have to do anything. So that's great. I don't have to reply to any of the comments that all the guests leave. I don't have to reply to people who are asking for booking and whatnot. And I kind of want to segue this into uh, our market right now. So we do have this crazy COVID-19 shelter in place uh, provision and people are canceling Airbnbs left and right. And I have a lot of friends who are in the Airbnb space, but they do the like 30 day rental and they're targeting like the corporate clients. They're getting pounded, like nonstop pounded, right? They have maybe 11 uh, properties that they have master leases on. They have to pay yeah. those 11 work or those 11 uh, rent checks to the landlords, but they have no one renting their Airbnbs yeah. and they're getting screwed. Yet I'm looking at our Airbnb listing and I'm saying, oh, we're actually own, like fully occupied. Like I remember one guest, she actually had to leave early because she wasn't actually having a good time with another uh, tenant in the house. But then right away, someone else booked it for another week. So it was like, yeah, no big deal. Why do you think that is? And uh, yeah, why are our booking getting filled while other people are suffering? Yeah, man. So when, unfortunately, you know, when, when the COVID thing, 19 thing hit, everyone get hurt. Everyone in the industry get hurt. We did too. We, we faced a 55% drop of cancellation of, of bookings and cancellations. Um, our business took a big dive and we saw that and we're like, Oh my God. Okay. Uh, meaning people are, are canceling, uh, companies canceling their, their, their trips. Uh, you know, everyone start working from home and, um, you know, at, at our time, we're, we just scratching our head. I was like, Oh my God, what are we going to do? We have all these listing, we have all these properties. Right. Uh, so immediately, and then this happened way before, you know, America take serious, uh, take, take COVID-19 seriously. Right. So, uh, our company starting to, uh, restructure right away. Um, we met up with all the cleaning team and I, I have to, I have to give credit to all the cleaning team. We met up with all the cleaning team and I, I actually prepped them and said, Hey guys, we'll buckle up and going for a ride. And, um, you know, we asked everyone to step up. We written, we follow CDC cleaning, uh, uh, recommendations. And we went out and we acquired, we picked up cleaning supply way before it was sold out. Uh, we picked up, um, you know, uh, uh, Clorox bleach. We, we picked up um, uh, isopropyl alcohol, 99% proof. So we mixed that with 30% water and keep it at that 70% alcohol level. Uh, and we, we, we buy toilet papers. I mean, we, 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 we'd stock up everything and then things started to hit. Um, so as everyone panic and cancel, cancel and uh, I, I think, and, and also after that too, Airbnb uh, uh, enforced the policy, allow anyone to cancel without any uh, cancellation fee. Um, so again, our business took a big hit, but again, we, we need to make a change. We need to make uh, immediate change that can fit this. So two things that we focus on right away is cleaning, right? We got to make sure that we provide a safe place because we know that um, 
as people are panic, uh, mostly hosts. When when hosts they managing themselves, uh, or they they not staying on top of everything because they have a busy schedule. Um, you know, they tend to like, okay, the best way is to block out my Airbnb rooms, block out my, my house, don't let anyone coming in. But they forget that there's still people that need to travel. And the number one people, the reason that your house is all booked out right now, because a lot of travelers are a lot of heroes. They are in healthcare. They, they are first responders. They're here to, to aid what's going on in Santa Clara County. And, you know, by blocking out the room, you're limiting the, the number of inventory that they actually have access to. Um, so we immediately recognize this type of issues. Then we start to number one, meet up with our cleaner, uh, increase our cleaning protocol, meaning that we start wiping down everything. We spraying down alcohol, uh, spray at all the handles, the, uh, I mean, you name it, literally our cleaner has to clean everything twice. Okay. Um, and, um, and then that routine, uh, uh kicked in right away. And the cleaner understand that because they're actually losing their job. Uh, somewhere else as well. They have they have other hosts that they actually uh, provide service to, and they start losing the the job, the gig because you know they're not taking in any booking. While on our side, we're actually increasing booking because um, we have to step up on our cleaning. We ask them, hey, just work extra hard for us, but you know what? We need to provide everyone a safe place to stay. You know what I mean? So we provided our cleaners with enough uh, protection supply. Uh, uh, and mask and, and, and gloves and just, just, just get them to keep going, getting out there. Another thing that we did that we realized that it helped jump um, up the booking uh, right away is we start adding uh, the cleaning protocol in our listing, okay? In our title, we, 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 we mentioned that we are cleaning our units uh, based on CDC recommendation. Uh, also, we, we include all the cleaning protocol, like what we use at the house. So the guests will look at all this and say, oh, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? There, there'll be a risk, but I gotta be in Santa Clara County regardless. There's no choice, right? So they'll look at all the listing. They'll go on Airbnb, they look at all the listing, and they're like, okay, which houses are at least doing their best to protect the guests? And that's one of our listing because we mentioned in all our listing, we're cleaning based on CDC recommendation. We're using bleach water to, um, to wipe down, to, to mop the floor, to, to clean the common area. We're using alcohol to spray down all the handles and everything that, that we touch, right? Um, so again, this, increasing this cleaning protocol not only help protect our cleaners, right? But it's also providing a, a peace of mind for our guests. And that's the reason why we actually um, jumped up in bookings right away after a huge dip. Yeah, I'm surprised that people are actually so willing to live in this kind of like cohabit like situation because you're around all these strangers and you don't know who they're talking to. Yeah, they're going Sean, out. The, the reason they have to do they don't they don't want to, they have to. Mm. No one travel right now anywhere unless they have to. Have you thought about that? So I mean they're there for work, right? And they're there to Not only that, do that. Here's another angle to look at this, okay? Uh, have you mentioned, uh, you know, have, if, if they work anything relating to, they work in the hospital, anything related, all right, provider for the hospital or services that relate to healthcare right now, you, they, they, have to, uh, they have to travel to work, right? And uh, what if they don't want to come home because their they're, they're folks are at home, right? And they want to quarantine themselves, right? So, you know, in anywhere they stay, they have to stay somewhere, right? And I'm not saying all place is, and I don't mention that our, our place is quarantine free or, you know, um, uh, but we have to do our best as well as a host, right? We have to provide a quality space, but also doing a good job of cleaning, 
um, the guests are staying in our house, they have to take care of themselves as well. They have to do extra stuff to protect themselves as well. Anywhere they stay, even at home, right? You still got to wash your hand. Um, you, you still got to wipe things down, right? Before you use anything. And I think that's something that um, we, we, you know, I, I don't want to like take away all my listing because I'm holding a very large amount of rooms in Santa Clara County. Imagine I'm taking that all away. I'm taking inventories away from people that need it. You know what I mean? That's right. So that's, that's the only thing. That's our mindset going into this. We're like, okay, what can we do to give back to the community, um, but also staying in the business at the same time, right? So we increase our costs in, in cleaning supply. We're, we're paying our cleaner more and uh, we, we're charging less. That's true. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure like for the most part, they just stay in the rooms anyway, because like we have TVs there and they don't really need to go to common areas unless like they need to microwave some food or whatever, go to the bathroom. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So how about a lot of doctors, um, nurses yep. are staying at our properties now. And um, we, 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 we're trying to provide whatever they need, um, you know, to, to, to keep them going. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the rest of the real estate industry. Cause I know you're involved in more than just Airbnb. You also do some commercial stuff, maybe some other residential stuff. How's that going? And what are you guys doing uh, for that? Oh man, our, our commercials uh, part of the portfolio is, is taking a hit and we don't know how to get out of this yet. I mean, we have tenants. Well, we have, uh, we have strip malls and tenants are start sending in the letters of, you know, unable to make payments. And the only thing we can do right now is provide them all the resource uh, that we have, that uh, we get access to, uh, like SBA loan or um, any personal or private loans that they can get to, to help them during this time. Uh, we're deferring our rent um, with a lot of tenants, work out with them. And again, you know, any tenants that, 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 that you know, watching this video right now, if you can afford the rent, pay the rent. You know what I mean? And, and if you can afford a mortgage, pay the mortgage. It's really these resources is really for the people that desperately need it, you know, at this point, because everyone needs help. Us as owner, investor, we need help too. And we, we try to work with our bank, um, but not all bank, not all the bank are constitutional bank, especially when, it, when, you, when you're in the commercial space, right? So unfortunately, we, we have to deal with that as well on, on that size of the business. Um, and I can only imagine people that own apartment complexes, right? So right now, those guys are getting hit hard. Why? Um, you know, again, you're dealing with tenants with um, the, the workforce. They're they are, they are relying on, on, on the, the, the month-to-month paycheck. And if you're staying at home, you're not going to work. You know, where are you going to get the money, right? So I think that's the next wave of um, tenant is not paying rent. And, you know, with the, uh, the new mortgage forbearance, and, you know, I, I read it, still not enough yet. You know what I mean? The only thing they can do is, is deferring the payment. But right when you get your job back, you start making all those payments back. I think the government have to do something better at this point. So right now we're at the mercy of this COVID-19 to go away as soon as possible. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and also uh, I understand for, for all, I mean, everyone's getting hurt in this. Everyone. Starting from the tenant all the way to the investor and then all the way to the bank, you know, and then, and then all the way back to the government. I mean, it's so crazy. Like you never assume that, the whole world would just shut down like right. this. Even just like a month ago, I was at the gym, right? I never thought, whatever, not a big deal. And then all of a sudden, wow, like, and like, yeah, you can't pay, then it affects the next level up, and that affects the next level up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a domino effect. Yeah, you can't just pause the world for three months and then not have any repercussions. This has huge ramifications. And it's crazy just to yeah. think about it, man, to where we are today. 
the only thing I can kind of wrap my head around this is to, to wake up and do what I know best and, and keep pushing forward. You know what I mean? Not giving up. So uh, and that same thing with our Airbnb business. We, we, we met up with the team and like, okay, you know, understanding what our consumer need most right now, right? And can we be any help to that? So we look at that and we like, okay, um, you know, who are our consumer right now? And why do they have to travel? And why do they stay in all places? And these are the healthcare people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's all the people staying at your house right now. You know what I mean? I just got out of, off. Uh, uh, we talked, we dropped off some, uh, Andy, actually one of our operating managers, just, just dropped off uh, some, some, you know, essential stuff um, at the house. And then he, he talked to one of the doctors and he's a surgeon. He's on call. He's there because he needs to be there whenever they need him to do a, sur- a surgery. Wow. Right. And um, when he's out working, he don't want to come home to his family. He needs a place to quarantine himself. That's right. Right. Have you thought of that? Of course. I mean, like my girlfriend, she comes over sometimes. Right. And then she's scared to go back home because she lives with her parents. And so that affects what I can do. Right. Like that's why I'm cooking food now because I have to eat healthy so that I don't get infected. So that she didn't get infected. She doesn't right. affect her parents, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Like I say right now, the only thing you can do is do what you know best and start protecting yourself and then start reminding people to protect themselves and, and just keep going. You can't give up. Exactly. Now it's not a problem. I want to go back to what you said earlier about how people who own apartment complexes are going to get hurt like really badly right now. And I think it's pretty ironic because for the past two or three years, um, a lot of people have been talking about apartments and how great they are, right? You have big guys like Grant Cardone, you have other big podcasters who talk about the whole syndication model and how it can't fail, right? You, if you have multiple people occupying your properties, rents go up during these times of crisis. And yet here we are in a time of crisis, people lose their jobs like crazy. They can't afford the rent. Now the net operating income of your property goes down. You can't make the payments on it. If you try to sell it or refinance, it looks, there's, right. there's no way because your NOI is down, right? And when they were, when they were talking about it. I don't think anyone calculated this, bro. Yeah. I don't think anyone have this in their uh, projection or their performer. No way. That we're going to be hit by, you know, a virus and you got to shut down the entire country. Um, no one factor that in their performer. <laughs> and we're here today. And, exactly. Um, you know, I've been, I've been following the stock market for the last you know, two, three weeks. And I'm telling you, it, it's the weirdest market ever. You know, we, we got the record high unemployment rate and the, mar- and the rate and the market is, is up. And then, you know, we have some good news and the market is down, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I think right now, um, it, it, it's definitely an interesting time. And going back to the investor who owns apartments, I think there's no way they can factor this in. And the only thing you can do right now is, you know, do your best on, you know, of course, accommodating all your tenant, um, all these late rent letters kind of flood in and um, they just have to start dealing with their bank. You know what I mean? Work with their bank, work with their investors and uh, do what you can do best out of this situation. But you got to do something. Sure. I mean, like I said before, like um, what I feel bad for are the new investors who got super hyped on apartments because they felt like this was the no fail method. And when you buy apartments, typically you syndicate, which means you pool a lot of money together, like millions of dollars of other people's money, probably your friends and family. And now because of this issue, there's a good chance that 
it won't go so well. And now you have to face all those people who you got their money. You're relatively new. You're cocky. You're like, oh yeah, these numbers are conservative. And then boom, here we are now. It's really hard to say, Sean. I've been in real estate investing for over 16 years now. And like I say, um, you know, none of the class kind of relate to the other. Yeah. And we can't factor it in. The only thing we can do right now is uh, seeking for opportunity. Um, and I think, and in, 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 I'm going back to my, uh, my, my old saying, right? I mean, in every hardship, it creates opportunity. And I think you, 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 um, you have to look for that. So let's talk about that. What kind of opportunities do you see right now? And what do you guys plan on doing to, to pounce? Well, right now, our company, we're actually growing uh, as we speak. We're working with hosts that are unable to manage themselves. Um, we're talking to them on, we're, we're advising them on their cleaning protocol and help them kind of consult them and teaching them how to, you know, still effectively run their business during this downturn. Um, and we're, we're still picking up properties um, that is catering to this model. Um, uh, we are... Um, uh, the market right now performing at about 40% occupancy and we are about 70% right now. And we're doing better in, in most areas than others. Um, so right now we're still taking on properties. Uh, so we're expanding as well. Um, our, our game plan is to, um, and it's a cool thing because I have so much time at home right now, Bill. And I, I've been doing, uh, in the last three weeks, our, our back end, we are actually upgrading our internal system. So we're actually onboarding a brand new PMS system um, that not, not only uh, allow us to integrate with more channel. So we now learn that we don't just count on Airbnb entirely. We're actually onboarding booking.com, uh, uh, VRBO, HomeAway, and uh, Expedia. Uh, so that's allow us to diversify or actually put a listing more uh, at different channel. Uh, not only that, we're integrating with a, uh, a technology with all the room, which is a data analytic company that allow us to kind of work our pricing in our, our, our strategic location finder, right? Go know where to actually expand our business and get the maximum uh, day, uh, the daily rate, the average daily rate. So that's something that we're working on right now. So we incorporate into that technology very soon. We're launching out and, and mentioned you as a host. Um, as a property owner, you can get access to a backend very soon, just a matter of days now that you can actually lock on as a property owner. You can lock on to your own account and see all your listings, see exactly all the bookings coming in, all the expense and income. That way you have this control right at your fingertips and it's 100% passive for you. I mean, you don't have to do anything. We're actually doing everything else in the background. So, yeah. uh, so that's a cool thing that I'm actually taking this downturn to upgrade our uh, PMS system, uh, integrate with more channel. Uh, we're actually launching a beta, uh, um, which is like sort of like a pricing engine uh, with all the rooms. So we're actually in the test right now with them. So. Uh, a lot of cool things that we're incorporating in our business to make sure that uh, uh, number one, it can handle more volume, and number two is um, it is actually uh, um, more efficient for us. You know what I mean? Uh, now that actually we learn that we're actually more effective at home, and, and we're putting our team to do a test to see how we can actually be more effective uh, uh, managing the property worldwide going forward. Exactly. So basically, you're making your uh, business scalable like you're making it capable to get more clients in the future and to make everything more streamlined so it's easier to acquire new clients correct yeah uh what about in terms of investing like where do you see the future of real estate given what we have now i mean um if you look at the um the stock market 
um, real estate industry is the one that's being hit the hardest. I mean, literally, it is against the law now to do any constructions. So if you look at Lennar, you look at DR Horn, all these construction companies, all their stocks is going down. Um, a commercial real estate is getting hit the hardest, right? So if you're looking for opportunity, uh, you look at where it get hit the hardest, right? Commercial is, um, I mean, you're talking about businesses that have to shut down offices, uh, restaurant, um, big spaces, right? Um, big boxes like Macy, you know, uh, sporting goods, all these things, uh, commercial spaces, they're, they're being, they're going to get hurt. So I think that's something that we're, we're kind of looking at all the opportunity right now to see, um, you know, uh, if we have a good business model and if we have a good kind of investors that wanted to come in and then, you know, that's, that's where we'd be looking right now. So just to clarify, you're saying that because the like retail big box, uh, big box stores are getting hurt the most, that's probably why in the near future, you might be able to go in and buy it at a relatively good discount. Correct. But again, you have to have a good business model to go into that. And again, something that improve, right? You don't want to be actually going to exactly making the same mistake that all these guys have been making this year. And I think something that you can walk away uh, from this downturn is you can learn that commercial space and retail space, they're going to have to change and everyone have to be much better. You know, uh, uh, all the online uh, uh, stores are actually doing better at this time. And um, all the big boxes are the one that only the one that getting hurt. So as an example, let's say you bought like a shopping plaza that had some big box retailers. What would you do differently so that you don't get affected? Uh, theoretically, say, you know, just theoretically. Say, so our strip mall, when we picked it up, we actually picked it up at 50% occupancy. And after four years, we actually reached 100% occupancy. Nice. Uh, and that just happened like a couple months ago. And then boom, we got hit with the COVID-19. Um, but again, all tenants are all still there. But what I learned from that experience, Sean, is really um, providing more of, you know, experience. So we, we actually look at that strip mall and say, okay, what's the demographic, um, you know, who are actually our consumer. So we start like, uh, approaching businesses that cater towards those type of demand. So we bought in like, um, um, uh, like a, uh, like, like a dollar store kind of thing, but it, it's, it's more of a, a very creative, uh, a model it's called falling price meaning that they start out at a price on a tuesday and every day they drop the price all the way to like 25 cents what? and that's, that's a pretty cool concept because when you come to our shopping mall center you blow your mind because every tuesday is like a black friday once a year there's a line that wrapped around the building it was on the news it was crazy so we bought them in and we bought other business in that actually cater towards that um uh, you know um so so that's some of the concept that we actually applied to a strip mall and we, we were able to reach 100% occupancy. So uh, going back to looking for opportunity, we have to look for opportunity that we can get in a very good price and then find opportunity, find uh, businesses that will be in the demand for the future. And it's really hard to say how long this thing is going to stick around, to be honest. But I do see um, that the real estate market is going to take a big hit. Yeah. It's actually really funny because I went to a lot of different conferences in the past couple of years and they were saying, yeah, retail is taking a big hit because why go to Best Buy and buy there when you can just do your online shopping on Amazon or whatever, and then find the best price and have it shipped to your home. Right. And so they're saying experience-based uh, things are going to be very popular in the retail spaces. Like you can't go to a gym online, right? You have to go. So that's why like- but You those, can now. Peloton I know. is actually doing really well. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like there's something different about going to like a Barry's boot camp and having like 30 other people and they're sweating with you. 
yeah. or going to like a yogurt land, right? Getting your like ice cream there. It's, it's different. So experience based is probably better than just, just soft goods retail. I think so. I'm not going to pretend like I know too much about commercials, but um, uh, like I say, I, I'm just saying that that's a sector that's actually going to get hit the hardest. Uh, and, and then uh, that's something that you, if you're looking for opportunity, you should start looking into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts in terms of Airbnb going forward? Because like I said, we are relatively doing pretty well, but I know a lot of people are getting destroyed through their Airbnbs right now. Yeah. Um, if, you know, if you're listening to this and you, you're running an Airbnb business, you have to adapt and you have to actually change. Um, and I think that's something right now that we're looking into going forward at Airbnb. We have to, number one, really, really stay on top of what the consumer really want and needs, right? Uh, so we understand immediately that uh, we can't just be another room provider. We have to provide more, right? Uh, the, the things they need to actually, um, we understand that people don't travel now unless they really have to. So what can we do? to make them feel more comfortable, right? Uh, so by, by you know, being more responsive, by more, being more proactive um, with all properties, to make sure that we attend all the problem before it, it, we, had a, we get a bad reviews. And once in a while, we still get a bad reviews here and there. But again, we try to avoid all that by being a lot more proactive. Um, so that's, that's some of the things that going forward with the Airbnb industry. Uh, and then there's still opportunity because there's still a huge demand for uh, short-term rental. You know what I mean? Um, there, and, and I explained it many times already why short-term rental is in demand because, um, you know, when, when people travel for business or anything, they, they have to wait it out. You know, do I get better value with a uh, with hotel or, you know, I can stay in this place bigger, have access to the kitchen, private parking, private Wi-Fi, and, you know, great host, great cleaning team. You know, the place looks sparkly clean. And that's something that I think uh, going forward, um, if you're in the Airbnb business and like myself, and I tell myself every day and my team, you know, we got to step up. You know what I mean? We got to step up and do more. Um, and right now we do more for less, but we're happy with it. Mm-hmm. And besides Airbnb, I also know that you're a pretty big agent, right? You're working with Keller Williams and uh, I wanted to get your feel on like residential. So not necessarily commercial type real estate, but what about the residential market? Are people like, do you expect there's going to be a, big dip in the residential market as well? Um, so I think real estate market, it's very um, hyper-local and uh, I'm a local agent here. So I like to kind of speak of my market area more than other. And I think Silicon Valley market, uh, it's going to, um, it's going to take a hit, but it'll be okay because we, we have a strong job base and we have good income out here. People that purchased their home in the last five years, uh, they actually do have a job, good income and good credit and, and good job. So, um, you know, um, I, I know we took a huge spike in, in, in employment, but I think people that are losing their job in Silicon Valley, um, they have the skill set to get the job again somewhere else after all this is done. So I think, uh, you know, I, I, I don't have a crystal ball to saying that it'll be okay. But I say that, yes, we do. We might take a dip, but it'll be bouncing right back. The interest rate is still very attractive. Okay. So, um, you know, it's still, when it comes to buying a house and especially for the homeowner that's buying it for the first time, um, you know, still going back to the table and it's a honey, why are we buying a house? Because renting, you're paying this much, you don't get the tax incentive and owning a house, you get all this benefit, right? Long-term equity building, all that stuff. 
So I think that's something that, you know, if you need to buy a home, people still need to buy a home, right? And then it's going back to 2008 uh, and 2011, where we, we took like a double dip and, um, you know, the inventory uh, was, was high and then we have enough demand for that. Um, so I think um, if you're in the market of buying to, for a house to live, right? If it makes sense financially, you should still buy, mm-hmm. right? But for the investor, of course, you know, you, you have to have the cushions, you know, you have to have enough equity cushions to weather the storm. And, uh, and, and I'm still buying properties if I have good source of income, right? That can, can support it, right? So that's something that, that, and that's the only reason, the only thing that we'll buy right now, we'll buy any property that can provide good income. So we buy houses with a lot of rooms, um, uh, opportunity that we can actually add value still. And I think that will last in any market, up or down. You know, if it's down, you buy for less. If it's up, you buy, you're paying more, right? But if you if your NOI can cover your your debt service, right, and you you have uh, cash flow, then to me it's still a good buy. Yeah, exactly. So for all those flippers out there who are listening to this, you need to be more cautious for sure uh, for your purchases. And then even on the lending side, like private equity is pretty much dried up, so it's actually hard to get a hard money loan um, unless you're willing to put down a significant amount of money. Like before wow. you could put down 10%. That changed oh, real quick, huh? Yeah. Now it's like 35%, maybe sometimes even 50% just because no one's wow. willing to originate loans. Like, <laughs> yeah, it changed really quickly. Um, but then like you said too, uh, because buyers want to buy, right. And I think the supply and demand have both dropped, right? People who had their house on the market are kind of like, eh, I don't really want to put my house on the market when it's scary. People who are going to buy are like, I'm not really trying to buy when this market's crazy either. I'm going to, wait for it to all shake out. So supply and demand are relatively same. And my hypothesis, at least a month ago, was that when this is all over, people are pent up, right? Even though, yes, restaurants are hurting, movie theaters are hurting. Once it's all over, boom, we're going to go out there. Like, I want to go to a movie. I want to go to a restaurant. I want to go to Great America. Uh, same thing with home buyers. You know, they want to buy a home. And then once yeah. it's all over with, boom, I think they're going to go out there and continue buying. Yeah, I have friends that already booking flights because it's so cheap right now, much further out. And they book it through Southwest where they can, you know, cancel and have credit anytime. And you know, when this thing is, as soon as we have the vaccine for this, everyone's just gone. Everyone's out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it sucks right now. And uh, honestly, man, like we could never assume, we could never imagine that we would be in this situation, like ever in it's our entire weird. lives. It's like, hey, wake up, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Well, Evan, this was uh, really great. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our uh, listeners before we end our show today? No, I think right now, um, most importantly, stay safe and uh, spend quality time with your family. And I think on top of that, if you can invest anything right now, be extra cautious. Just be careful, right? Uh, take your time with it. Make sure um, you know, you're out there looking to, you know, of course, you listen to this and say, oh, yeah, Evan is doing so well on Airbnb and I want to get an Airbnb. Um, you know, we, we, you definitely gotta, you gotta do your calculation, gotta do your homework to make sure that, you know, that income that you can bring in and, and actually cover your debt service and survive and weather the storm. Um, so that's, that's something I highly recommend. And for those that are master leasing, um, you know, uh, everyone's getting hurt and we're lucky because we, we, we actually didn't do very much of master leasing at all, but we actually got on the phone and we're not afraid to ask We call up a landlord and say, look, we're hurting too. And I know you're hurting, but can we come somewhere? So uh, we actually have some of our master lease, the landlord uh, willing to drop the rent 
to as much as 50% for the next three months. So, and then they're getting help somewhere else too, or especially someone on master lease, the, own, the, the owner kind of own the property free and clear. So it's kind of cool. So we, we, uh, we, we just asked them. So again, my advice is ask, give them the opportunity to say no. Exactly. Cool. So Evan, how can people get in contact with you? Um, right now you can follow us on uh, Instagram at go property hop, uh, at go property hop, or you can actually reach out to me. Um, and, um, Sean, you can actually just add my direct number uh, at the end of the, the line if they need, uh, anything, uh, feel free to reach out. Sounds good. All right, Evan, thank you so much again for your time. It was a pleasure having you back on the show. All right, buddy. Stay safe. See you next time. Cool. Take care. So here are some of the key takeaways from this episode. These are some unprecedented times and you need to be able to adapt in order to survive. So Evan's group is doing something a little bit different. Instead of trying to rent out the entire house for 200 or $250 per night to a corporate renter, we're actually renting it out room by room at a much cheaper price. So people who can be here can actually afford it. And these are typically like hospital workers or people who don't want to go back home in case they're doing like their own self quarantine because they work in the hospital during the day. And we're also upping our cleaning standards to meet the CDC recommended guidelines. So by doing all these things, like you're able to differentiate yourself from all the other hosts out there. I mean, these people need a place to live anyways. So we're out there providing the housing for them in a safe and responsible manner. Another thing that we learned on this episode is that because these are such unprecedented times and we are basically forced to stay at home, you should spend that time very wisely. Spend that time to invest in yourself and in your business so that when this is all over, you're able to capitalize on this opportunity. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find the show notes and other episodes on our site, everythingrei.com slash podcast. If you live in the Bay Area, join our meetup group where we meet up twice a month in San Jose at meetup.com slash everythingrei. And if you thought this was a great episode, let me know what your key takeaway was and share it with a friend who's interested in real estate investing. Thanks and have a great day. This was another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating. It will only take a second and it'll help a lot. You can contact me at sean at everythingrei.com. That's S-E-A-N at everythingrei.com. Thanks and have a great day.